You are listening to Down Home. To me, one of Canada's greatest mysteries is its lack of known black history. Even in this age of Google is your friend, you still might be hard-pressed to find something. I mean, there are things out there. There are movies, there are memoirs, there are adaptations of novels, experts, panels, academic papers. There are people who do their own research to find out about their own family history. And even then, you still might have to be some sort of clever sleuth to dig up some stories still unknown, untold, unspoken, and unheard. As far as Canada's black history is concerned, it could mostly start with a little-known document called the Book of Negroes. So the the book of Negroes, yeah. So the book of Negroes is basically a hundred and fifty page handwritten ledger that documented like all the uh, lives of three thousand um, names. Uh, some of them were women, men, children, and uh, it was the first like sort of massive public uh, recording of blacks in North America because this is just like you know. Um, right after sort of the, well this is during the american revolution basically and um uh and that's the other thing it was tied to the american revolution uh how the book of ne- negroes came to be was uh people um being told to uh, bear arms and leave their slave masters and and help uh with the british troops to fight uh in the in the in the war and um, some of them went for it. Some of them didn't. Some of them picked up arms. Um, some of them joined with America. Some of the most joined with the states. And uh, one of the direct uh, links to that is uh, there were a group on one of the ships. Uh, they were called the Black Pioneers. And apparently they were sort of like their their own regiment within like uh, whatever, you know, war or army regiment that they were with or whatever oh so they and, fought with the americans you're saying yeah yeah and they were they were sort of recorded in the book of negroes as oh, the really? black black pioneers um because a lot of them uh sailed uh from new york with their their family and they got that distinction there was very it was you know and it, they described uh the people on board like for instance there was one it was uh jam crocker 50 ordinary fellow black pioneers formerly servant to john ward ward charleston south carolina left him in 1776 so you know all these were these were times where for the first time you knew the history of some of the blacks and where they came from especially with the black pioneers you know he served you know who his master was you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah and uh and some of them hit out in new york um sort of just uh trying to stay under the radar and some of those uh people ended up on the ships so in the end there were 219 ships that sailed uh from new york uh from april to november with these 3000 names and they went on to sort of be the start of uh the black the black loyal the loyalists so mm. um yeah it was uh and this is a this is a 
you know, and this is a little known piece of history, you know, as as most uh, black history is. Um, and there was also an American um, book of Negroes as well, which I believe uh, a relative of mine could have been in. And you said yours were, was in the Canadian version, right? Yeah, yeah. The um, the Canadian version actually can be found in the Nova Scotian archives. It's uh, there's a digital version you can actually search last names mm -hmm. and i found uh the wise is there the 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 spelling is uh changed slightly but yeah. there there's a there's a history behind that why the the wise has changed the spelling of their name but um their wises were there on my father's side of the uh of my family and on my mother's side of the family there were there were wilsons mm -hmm. as well um yeah. which is there's there's an interesting story behind the name Wilson in, in our family as well. Right. But uh yeah, it uh in, I was wondering because um I'm I'm wondering why you know in Nova Scotia how the common greeting and it actually happened to us when we were back there in uh June when uh black people meet other black people in Nova Scotia that they they don't instantly recognize the the common thing is to ask what what is your last name yeah yeah and i wonder if there's a tie-in because the the history of your last name in nova scotia is is so rich right mm -hmm. and and the 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 recording of your last name that's that started with the book of negroes i wonder if there's any historical tie-in with that you know what i mean yeah yeah that could be yeah and it's, it's interesting too uh how a lot of the you know, a lot of the people ended up in Nova Scotia, you know, mm. um, so that's a huge part of black history, sort of, you know, people know a little bit about the black loyalists and, and uh, stuff like that. And, you know, in textbooks, but beyond that, it links us to our family, like my, my distant relative, Samuel Jones, uh, may settled in Digby, Nova Scotia, or Truro, Nova Scotia. Um, you know, he he ended up being uh, sort of like a minister around town, well respected, well liked. So, and this, and he was in the American Book of Negroes, but he possibly escaped uh, a, a plantation in Kentucky, right, and came to Nova Scotia through that. So, for a lot of black people don't know how close their name could be tied to such a, you know, a place in history, you know, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. with Nova Scotia being the way it is, you know, I wonder what the, uh, the, the motivation was behind, I know with the British and the Canadian version of the book, book of Negroes, I know what their motivation was for keeping the, uh, the document They're ba They're basically, um, keeping a record of who was getting on those ships to Nova Scotia mm -hmm. um, because there was the promise and who knows the, the people that actually took the document uh, because there was a promise of land for those that sided with the, uh, the British, the, the loyalists, the black loyalists, mm -hmm. maybe that record keeping was okay. You tick it off. And then on the other side, okay, we're going to a lot, this person, this, this bit of land, even though it was barren and, couldn't you mm -hmm. couldn't grow anything on it <laughs> yeah 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 but i wonder well, if that was the motivation for them to keep those records you know yeah well it certainly was i think because it uh well i mean for for the blacks to even be registered in the book to them in their in their mind state it meant freedom 
yeah. with the promise of something more, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, it didn't really, there was a time when people lived in fear because even people in Nova Scotia who were supposedly free were still being uh, hunted and taken back to plantations, especially from the American sort of slave owners because they would just come come up and, you know, it, you know, and just take you back. So there was a time when they didn't know if the British were going to, you know, keep their word until they did, but it wasn't really what they envisioned. But uh, I guess in, in some aspects it was, it was a bit of freedom and they made do with what they had because, you know, blacks went on to be sort of great with agriculture and farming and using and living off the land. And even those early uh, loyalists, they worked with, sort of the white community and stuff like that bartering and trading and using mm-hmm. their labor to to get seeds to get uh, different things to make what they had you know with the limited bit that they had and the freedom that they had to make something more mm-hmm. um and you know and some some people went on to, to you know to thrive in some in the early early years and yeah. some didn't i mean you were still black you were still segregated and uh, you were still looked down upon and you know so yeah yeah it's it's an important document the the book of negroes it's uh like like you were saying uh one of the first documents that of recorded history for black people which is is a big thing like Mm -hmm. um uh and it's uh being preceded in nova scotia by canadian census data like, yeah. um, like if you look back, that's the only recorded history that we have um, when it comes to finding out our lineage and whatnot. So you have the yeah. Book of Negroes, for, for Nova Scotians, mm-hmm. that is. You have the yeah. Book of Negroes, yeah. and then you have Canadian census data, which actually goes back to about 1820. Uh, yeah. and also so. has been digitized, right? So literally, mm-hmm. y- you can find digitized versions of... Uh, you know these 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 census people, Canadian census data, going house to house, and and this is how I figured out my family has such a a, a very rich history on Creighton Street. Right, is that uh, you know you know you have uh, a listing of their names, who's in the household, mm-hmm. um, you know what color they are, what religion they are, you know mm-hmm. it, uh, and then you, between tying that in and the book of Negroes, there there is a gap, of course. Between mm-hmm. like uh, 1780, which yeah. is, which the document was created, and and yeah. and 1820, so there's about a 40 year gap. But that's history that we didn't really know. I like I didn't know that uh, existed until I had the, uh, I mean, you know, my my son Malachi had that genealogy project, and I went down the rabbit hole of actually researching this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, what an important document, man! Like, yeah. uh, it's uh. The, even if it's just a couple of last names and a description of the person and who they were with and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, it's such an important document. Yeah, man. It gives, uh, you know, like you say, attachment to your lineage, uh, you know, just your, your history and uh, you know, and what uh, <laughs> they always say, you know, today's world was built on those who paved the way. And that's mm. one way to look at it. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. you you can find, you can find family pride in that and know the fact that, oh my goodness, you know, our families were part of that, uh, the building of what, you know, Nova Scotia was at the time and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. 
And Did you uh, watch that that uh, docu series, The Book of Negroes? I never watched it. I never did get around. Never to watched it. it. It's no. something that I I think I need to do because it. Yeah. I think it was more about the uh, the lady that helped document. Mm-hmm. She she yeah. she helped put the document together. Yeah. Um. Because uh, there's a probably a a, a a fair amount of fear for these uh these people that sided with the British mm-hmm. and and made their way to New York to try and get away from everything. Yeah. There's probably yeah. a fair amount of fear in doing this because uh i think on paper the brits stuck a deal struck a deal with the americans and and the americans gave a uh i, I think it was a couple of years they said okay well you have this amount of years to get yourself and anyone that sided with you out of this country mm-hmm. yeah. there was there was that agreement but who who knows who was actually um keeping in terms of that agreement and actually allowing the uh the freed slaves to actually leave the country though yeah yeah you know what i mean uh, yeah i don't know because they obviously yeah because they also let them roam around in new york there was a part of part of town in new york that where a lot of the free people were and they were it was considered the you know scandalous side of town and really you know, the, yeah that the town that you don't go to it and it came up with a quite a bit of reputation because not only that people started to use they had to survive so there were Mm. brothels and different things like that and um you know and that and then you know the rich and the elite they were like look at that side of the town you know and this is where they kind of hit out until they were able to somehow get their name registered in the book of negroes because you couldn't travel otherwise so right you know those those three three it was like almost like a lottery of your freedom you know what i mean and uh especially trying to keep families intact and different things like that i mean there were 219 ships but who knows if they all went together or went at different times so you know uh mm. <laughs> you know and it, it it almost like it's it's almost like it goes full circle like you know ships and black people and you know different yeah. things you know anyway yeah yeah the just the the sailing into the unknown man Mm-hmm. sailing mm-hmm. into the unknown the what what type of courage that uh that would uh take to step up and have your name recorded and get on that ship yeah yeah you know but the alternative <laughs> wasn't yeah. uh you know it was like take this chance mm-hmm. and uh you know people wanted their freedom yeah and that's what's so that's uh what's so beautiful about the document and also very sad about the document yeah exactly <laughs> and we, we have to remember that these are people that were born into slavery like yes. generations of slaves yes. yeah, yeah. that wanted their freedom. So mm-hmm. um, if you think about it, you know, a lot of these people were there, some of them recently, because the slave trade was going on at that yeah. time. Yeah. And some of them were, you know, had a, a very long lineage, maybe yeah. like 200 years lineage mm-hmm. of slavery in the United States that they, they wanted to step up and get out. Yeah. So um you know, being born of it, whether you're a first or second generation slave, or maybe, you know, just recently brought there, just mm-hmm. that that courage to say, hey, you know, <laughs> this isn't great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, there's promises being made here. Let's let's put our name forward and and step into the unknown. Yeah. Um, and, 
and uh, it also it's the continuing thing, the continuing story of of sort of the unknown thing. Also, black serving in the military in those days, like even of course, you know, that was like in the seventeen you know eighties or whatever it was, seventeen seventies. But um, you know, even even after the fact and leading it into the world first world war, um blacks weren't allowed to be in the military until they sort of called beckoning again making a proclamation that hey even if you're black you can bear arms because mm-hmm. at first like leading out of that into the first world war um you know to, com- totally complete different errors but at the same time you know if you were black you know you weren't really looked at called upon until needed yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah it's uh it's and all stemming from that era and this, the way that uh, blacks were separated, but you know, important document. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm breaking new crab, breaking new crab, breaking new crab, breaking new crab. You have been listening to Down Home. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Breaking new For our listeners joining us on YouTube, here are a few images of the Book of Negroes courtesy of the Nova Scotian Archives. The future of the funk getting lost in the flow. Contact with the spot, my gex. Now it's time to flex with the force from the soul. Reaching all aspects, getting deep, no time to sleep. As you reach your next phase, laying it all on the line. New trail start to blaze, it's a fire inside. A brand new path, breaking down the sum to one. Feeling free, I just laugh with the joy of a beat boy. Just kicking it live. A connection so strong, transcribed with the vibe like magic prescribed. Only to see the perfect blend like a diamond in the rough. Ready to drop a perfect gem, it's time to shine so fine To see what you find, revolution starts with the evolution of the mind It's a rhythm of circumference that rotates around to the surface with a purpose Breaking new ground Breaking new ground Flying high The song, Breaking New Ground From The Breakdown